Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik Picardian. Billy Spitfire. Billy Spitfire Unlimited. And Billy Spitfire Proximity to Microphone. <laughs> really? Closer? No. Back up. What am I doing? Yeah, just back up. Just it's too loud? It's, 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 a little, it's really real mousy. Really? It's real, yeah, it's real uh, mousy. Because I was... You were spitting. I was over-articulating. Spit, spit firing. Spit, yeah, you're spit, I was spitting like that. You're the spitfire bird. <laughs> Aeroplane. All right. Where I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Hang on. Do we have a- hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled today. <laughs> I'm so excited. To have you on the show. <laughs> Billy, that's fantastic. I'm glad. Yeah. Are you genuinely excited? It's 2023, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. genuinely excited, too. The first too. show of 2023. It is. It is. That is true. Um, and we're getting, we're edging. We're just getting really... Man, we got some great shows lined up, everybody. Let me tell you what. Something tells me we're approaching a magic number we of are. shows. Well, a magic number. But you know what? You know what we're also approaching? We're approaching the time that it becomes uncomfortable to not announce our guest. Guest, who are you? I'm Tim Nowak from Bardic Audio Devices. Oh, Tim, you've been with us a long time. We sure appreciate you, man. I have. You, you guys have an excellent show here. I've I've been here since the beginning, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> you've hung in there long enough. Um, and aside from that, the reason that we're talking to you, the real reason that we're talking to you is because, you know, when you first started... Uh, you were just, you know, like, hey, I'm making a couple pedals. And we're like, wow, that's really cool. And now you've got like 18 pedals, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten a bit out of hand, maybe. 18 different ones in your lineup? Is that what you're saying? Like 18 different ones that you manufacture? Yeah, if that's the number Todd came up uh, with, that's I'd what I can't wow. I, I haven't that's found amazing. It. But he, yeah, anyways, we're going to get into all of his stuff, but I just wanted to give a preface for everybody. Uh, Tim, where can people go check out the pedals that you're making? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. That's where I do most of the social media stuff. It's just at Bardic Audio Devices, and then my website, bardicaudiodevices.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you are joining us for the first time, uh, Billy, what do we do on this podcast? We talk about gear. Yes. Who do we talk to about that gear? The people that make... Milled or bake. (laughs) The gear? Yeah. There you go. I haven't uh, learned that line yet. And lots of all those things. It's in the the line (laughs) book. Look it up in the line book. Page 27. It's in also the movers and shakers. Yes. And gear all around makers. I'm like the (laughs) Making stuff happening. 2023 baby. (laughs) Happy New Year, baby. Happy New Year. I don't know anything yet. Everything's new and shiny. Uh, Like uh, baby New Year. All right, everybody. I love the Rankin and Bass stuff still. Just by the way, I know that we just got past the holidays, but the, the old Rankin and Bass animations. Yep. I swear, they still get me. They get me to the bone, man. I love them. Baby New Year, Rudolph, the Red Nose Rainers, the Year Without Santa Claus, all that stuff. If you could only watch it. one of the year those, without us, of the, the Year Without Santa Claus, Year Without Santa, not Rudolph. No, I think no. Rudolph is a superior. No, movie. remember I did the whole thing like uh, the I jingle know, jangle. I know, I know, but <laughs> Rudolph is. I mean, that's a tough one to beat. You got it all. Yeah. You got a but, bumble in there for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But what about Rudolph Shiny New Year? 
Yeah, I'm not a not a big <laughs> fan of that one. I don't know. I, I, that one's that's Cornelius and you know the whale and everybody and yeah. I, yeah. Lo- I that's that's my second. That's number two for me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And number three, it's the one with uh, Burgermeister Meister Burger. Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is right. coming to town. <laughs> Burgermeister Meister Burger. Yeah. So, anyways, wow! You guys are like, so I wow, can't believe. Stop wasting my time, you morons! I can't believe Rudolph is not in your top three. It's not. Wow! It's not. You know why? Because Rudolph's dad was a jerk. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was a total jerk. Wow! Well, you know, what do you mean you, you got to cover up? Like you're not proud of your kid? What? Who, what the heck's wrong with you? Yeah, so you he, might do the same lame. thing if your no. if your kid had a big shiny red nose. If my kid nose. looked like you, I would still be proud of you. Hey, you know, out really? there in the wild, yes. oh, that makes me feel fittest, good. You know. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we've digressed long enough. We've got a great show because we're going to talk about all kinds of cool guitar stuff, and we're going to do that in our road mics. Thanks, Tony. Uh, thank you to Road for providing these fantastic pieces of audio equipment, and they're capturing our voices. Going, this is uh, we're. We are in, we are approaching our s- seventh anniversary, too, in April. Wow. That's nuts. Anyways. Um, wow, I can't believe I've done this for that long. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to, to so I, I've been teasing out, you know, a bunch of giveaways and stuff, and I, I decided that instead of trying to jam them up into the Christmas thing where people weren't really, you know, it's like, there's a lot yeah. going on and packages flying everywhere, and I'm like, nah, you know what? You know what's better than that? It's getting Christmas after Christmas. So starting this weekend, which would have been the first weekend, so by the time you're hearing this, that weekend has passed, but we will have gotten <laughs> it. Anyways, we're, we're, get, we're, they're going to f- start flying out the door. Pedals and stuff. We've got all kinds of junk. It's really exciting. Anyways, what's going on in our music world this week? Let's find that out, shall we? We're going to start off with Tanya Bolanski and then kick it over to Tim Nowak of Bardic Audio Devices. Well, this week, Todd, uh, I brought in for you guys to take a look at the um, Les Paul Custom Jr. Uh, piece that I put together. And the reason I brought it in is I had uh, Zach at Brandon Wound wind a wonderful pickup. Um, I just asked him, I, you know, I gave him some basic parameters. I told him I wanted, you know, basically a hot PAF. And um, he sent me something. I, I was, I, I have to admit, when I f- uh, first installed it, I metered it out, and it read about 8.87, which is on the hotter side of a PAF. But after I got it installed and set up and everything, I mean, I would, if, if I was doing a, a blind ear test, <laughs> is that what it would be? <laughs> a blind ear test, um, I would swear that this pickup w- w- was much hotter. And, um, I mean, it's, to me, it almost gets into the territory of like a JB from, uh, a Seymour Duncan JB, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't meter nearly as high. Uh, it's got El Nico 5 uh, magnets in it, which helps with the volume, but I mean, it just seems like it's a much louder pickup than, than it, you know, if you read the resistance off of it. So I don't know what kind of black magic that uh, uh, that Zach is doing over there at Brandonwound, but my God, keep it up, Zach. That this is a great pickup. That's awesome, excellent. 
All right, we are going to go now to Tim Nowak, and we're calling, this is the, the new year, it's the new year of pronouncing his name the right way. We've been doing <laughs> it wrong. seven years of doing after it wrong. <laughs> Tim, we are so sorry, but we're going to make amends. We're going to, the, the whole episode, we promise to call you Tim Nowak. Okay? I can't, I can't wait. I know. I can, <laughs> I can hear the anticipation in your, in your voice. Well, I just finished a project I've been working on for a few months now. I started a new guitar kit. I got a like a Tele Thin Line style kit from Fretwire. Oh. A great, great place to buy really solid kits for yeah. pretty cheap. But uh, I just finished that up. Now, a, a Thin Line is not exactly you know used so much in the world of heaviness. No, I, I've. I got I got this so I could play some some country okay. playing. Yeah, and I say that because Tim, you make a, a lot of pedals that are sort of aimed at the heavier side of things. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, heavy pedals can make almost any guitar heavy. I think. Yeah. Okay. Sound <laughs> that sounds about right. Please continue. Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. So, it's taken a while just because of all the stuff I've had going on, moving between. Chicago, Michigan, back to Chicago now. But uh, it's finally done. I painted a yellow on top and have a nice dark dark grain back. Looks like a really classy instrument. A dark has grain a, back? <clears throat> a wood wood grain back. Oh, uh, that's cool. So you just did you just painted the top kind of like a uh mon uh not yeah, Monson. Yeah, yeah, always, exactly. Always been, Get it has a bound body, so it splits that up perfectly. That's cool. Hmm. I lo- I th- I think that look is it's a, that sounds that's cool. a nice look. Yeah, Rick Monson. Yeah, hmm. Mick Ronson, Bowie's guitarist. Well, his was just. I a... said Rick Monson. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say what? What? <laughs> Mick Ronson. I was. Uh, I just got to. You know. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mick Ronson had the Rick Monson. Uh, well, no, but his was a was a Les Paul custom. <laughs> That was he sanded off the finish on the top, so it, it showed the uh, uh, maple. Was it finished on the back? It was black on the back in the That's back of the right. neck and everything. Boy, I really messed that up, didn't I? Yeah, you're an idiot. <sighs> that's gonna be. That's gonna, that's gonna be a tough edit. Hey, uh, hey, Tim. Yeah. How much time you got tonight? <laughs> uh, there's no yeah, evidence. Hey, you want to tell us about your guitar again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody, okay? You're Mick. You're, you're Rick Monson. Yeah, hey, guitar. Rick, uh, hey, okay. hey, Rick Monson. <laughs> my, my lips are sealed. <laughs> All right. Because yeah, God, <laughs> God knows Todd cannot look like an idiot. Well, there I can look like an idiot, but there's a certain... If I'm, if I'm just leaving that there for a stretch, that, that's, just, that's a lot of idiot to cover up. What you didn't hear or see, Tim... Was the look on Tony's face when Todd said that? We're just kind of like, huh, what is he talking huh. about? Yeah, yeah, but you guys yeah, can sure. cook, you guys yeah. can say no, you got it wrong. <laughs> like, Tell me, <laughs> you, you no. said Monson. I had Monson. no idea who you're talking about. Monson, yeah, you know the Monson. I thought you were talking about it like a some custom finish. You know, I mean, it was like, really close. I thought like a I green about mountain, the same thing. Or something. Monson. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Billy, how about yourself? What's going on in the music world this week? Uh, well. 
<laughs> typical week. I walked into Music Go Round, you know, looking for a delay pedal and walked out with a uh, another bass. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a 1986 uh, Fender P bass. Hey, right on. Made in mm. Japan. It's uh, It's got like a three-piece, um, you know, uh, three-color sunburst nice. finish. And uh, just basic, simple, you know... Um, it's got a, the that, rosewood that's a black guard or white guard. It's got a white guard. Okay. Yep. And um, you know, just the one P bass pickup, and it just sounds like a great P bass. Nice. It's just nice and full. And the reason I bought it was that, as you know, I had back surgery last year, yes. and I'm lightening everything up. Yeah. And this bass was nice and light. In fact, I think the tuner is way more than the rest of the bass. No kidding. So yeah, yeah. I think the Japanese stuff they were <coughs> using a lot of uh, of uh, basswood. Mm. I think basswood. Okay. Which is a pretty light uh, by comparison to you know. Gotcha. Like swamp ash, of course, is heavier. Yeah. Or mahogany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, mahogany can be pretty light. Yeah. But it also Not the mahogany you, I have. Well, that's because it was. I think you have African got, mahogany, which is African mahogany. It's, yours is yours is hefty. She <laughs> whiz. So you got a good deal on that? Yeah, yeah. So I've been uh, you, just working on my Rolling Stones anything? tunes. Um, no, no. I just, I just. No, I mean, I just. I paid a lot of cash for it, but I mean, you know, when you have good one stick. that's in hand and it's the neck was perfectly straight. Yeah. And. It was lightweight, and you know you can't verify those things when you buy something that's online. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's a good so color scheme too. A I like base that in one. hand is worth the black red two yellow, on right? the web. <laughs> is that, that's black red and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's it overall it still looks kind of tobacco-y, but you know, it's, yeah. it's faintly there's a little bit of reddish yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. I have a bass-related one, too. How about you, Todd? Uh -oh. Well, uh, so a little while ago, I mentioned I got that Jack Cassidy bass. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoy playing it, and I, I, I like looking at it maybe even more. Now, is, is that a short-scale bass? I can't remember. No, is that it's, is a long, long scale. bass. <laughs> <laughs> That's neck for days. Uh, and uh, But the problem is when I got it, Nothing had ever been done to it at all. I mean, it was mm. it was literally there wasn't a fingerprint on the thing, and the, the action was quite high. I think that was the first thing you mentioned, Billy, and that was the first thing that I mentioned too. When I saw it, I was like, "Whoa, this action is super duper high!" But and it's got the three point bridge, mm -hmm. which I wasn't I'm not super familiar with. So I went in. I was just hanging out with Chase uh, last weekend and. Brought the bass in and showed it to him. He's like, "Oh man, this action's so high." I said, "Yes, I know. Let's. Uh, we're going to take care of that." And uh, so, what was cool is we went through, started, you know, lowering it, and and then I was like, "Hey, uh, this is this is weird." Now, it's, it's the the math wasn't working. What we deduced, and it was cool because he said, "I'm going to show you how to do this the way that I do it." It's like, okay, cool. We've talked about setups and stuff many, many times on the show. It's another thing, and I, and I wasn't as familiar with bass and clearances and stuff like that. And and so I was really appreciative. We went through the whole, like, um, uh, you know, the, the, the height of the, at the nut and everything. And sure enough, the, the nut slots 
were too shallow. So we had to drop those down a little bit as soon as we did that. Was able to to make sure everything was all. I mean, the clearances on that are so. I mean, it's like butter now. It, it, I couldn't believe how low we were able to get the strings without rattling, comparatively to what it was before. I mean, it was almost like a pinky width uh, yeah, at, yeah. at twelve. I mean, it was it was really high. Yeah. Um, so that was just it was cool because I I was like oh I got to help do this myself and you know and. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I I know that stuff isn't necessarily rocket science, but also if you don't have the correct tools, tools are everything. You know, he's got proper nut files and yeah. and like the you know the gauges and all that business, and 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 he takes the time to do it really That's really cool. really right. Did you? How did you deal with the uh, with that stop piece back there? That three piece. Bridge. Drop Did you the do front post all the way down okay. first, yep. and then kind of try to seat the back, and then at that point, that's where we're like you know th- there yeah. wasn't anything wrong with the brake, the neck brake, so it was just like well, let's just keep that down and then sort everything else out properly. Yeah. Well, one thing with those with those bridges is with that um, the brake on the. Very end of the string where the, uh, where the, um, silk. yeah, yeah, the where, where it's top. wrapped, right? Sometimes the wrap of the string can oh, go the, up beyond the break point of the saddle. So there's a device you can add to the back of that. It's oh, sort really? of like a bar that just, that just backs the ends of the strings back far enough so that you avoid that. That um, That's wrapped cool. part of the, you know I didn't yeah, even bother that extra. I didn't look so, at it. Either we didn't look at it because it wasn't a problem, or we just didn't look yeah. at it. Yeah, well, sometimes it's not a problem, but sometimes it is because it's just you know it depends on what kind of strings you use. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, I'll check that. So out I'll just keep home. that in mind. You know, if it like if you find that man, I tuned this all up. It's like I've intonated it on the open string. I intonated it at the twelfth fret and. Sometimes when I play this note, it sounds weird. Yeah. Sometimes it's because of that break, just, you know, that, that, yeah, wherever it's vibrating. Yeah. And if you ever wanted to upgrade that, uh, hip shot makes a really nice replacement for the old, those old three point, uh, Gibson bridges. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know a ton about all the, the extra bass gear. Uh, but I do really like, uh, you know, just kind of if, for whatever reason, bass seems to be a little bit more. Um, I can zone out a little bit more and, and play along with songs that I know, rather than having to do all the weedly, you know, and weedly bits, weedly bits, and all the chord changes and everything. I can just kind of drop into the groove, and I, I like doing that. Nice. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, Billy. You know what's good for your new year? Organization. For Dude, the new that's year. exactly right. We both spent a bunch of time organizing yeah. our stuff. You have yeah. downtime. Yeah. And uh, when you and kind of say like, all right, I'm going to, you've been gigging and your bags are a mess and all your gears wackadoodle, you kind of like time to hone it in. I picked up my phone, which I got a new phone. Mm. Okay. But I picked it up. I found the tour gear design website and I ordered a whole set of patch cables 
for my pedal board. That's what I did. That's awesome. That's what I did for for Christmas. Did you use yeah. you used our code, right? And I yeah, and I used the code. There you go. You just type in the guitar knobs where it says, you know, it asks you for the code. Yeah. You know, you don't have to type in a number or anything magic words. You just say the guitar knobs. Yeah. And you get to 10% yeah, off. 10% That's cool. So you, yep. you got a whole bunch of different lengths and all kinds of that business. I got it. Well, I got them all nine inch. <laughs> What? Thinking that they were really long, but that's, that's, you know, I could have ordered some longer how, ones. How, how long is your board? It's a little tiny board. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's not sometimes when you have pedals on the top and pedals on the bottom. And you oh, go yeah, because you're going to choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. and I have a lot of vintage pedals, too. Yeah. That I have, like, you sure. know, the in and out is swapped on the top. and you know, But that you just points out the, the why those things are so great. Yeah, can, because they're... If, they, you want a, yeah. if you want a foot-long one, you can get a foot-long one. If you want a three-inch one, you can get a three-inch. Yeah. That's great. Go to tour gear, tourgeardesigns.com and check out all the sizes, and all the shapes, and everything, and all the colors, which only comes in black. <laughs> hey, Todd. <laughs> yes, Tony. For a better new year, yes. Buy some tour gear. Uh, <laughs> oh. He's been sitting there the whole time Man. waiting for us to stop so he could throw <laughs> that in there. But he's right. He is right. Uh, anyways, thank you so much to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Let, Let me get, get some of this. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling with that Wait one. Wait a minute. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right, Tim Nowak. Of Bardic Audio Devices, what is your brand new four on the floor? So last time I did a board based on bass. Now I'm going to do guitar. Nice. Yeah. So uh, my first one is the Mutron Phasor. Ooh. It's a uh, seems to be one of the less lesser known ones out there. It's just the the two knob version with the power switch on top. Uh, Input and output positions are switched on the back, just like Billy was saying earlier in that wonderful ad. What I really like about it is Thank how, you. I'm glad how you appreciate slow that. The, the phase goes. I, with phaser, I, I really like to turn it down all the way. Well, turn the rate all, all the way down and turn the depth all the way up. I'm like, that's a weird way to use a phaser pedal. <laughs> I love this phaser. I turn it all the way down. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because I know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love hearing it go go in and out, just swoosh in between, you know, from like chorus to verse. And it's, it's just a very, it's a really magical sound, I think. I think sure. you're right. I think you're right. What about number two? Number two is the... Alexander Pedals Syntax Error 2. Mm, interesting. I just got this one over the Halloween weekend because they came out with a special artwork variant that has the Castlevania NES style artwork on it. Uh huh. Mm. So I couldn't resist grabbing it and also it turns out to be a great pedal. It the artwork really matches what this thing does. It's a great like eight bit kind of machine. Your guitar sounds like it's been through retro gaming history and back and it, it's beautiful uh, i i don't know how to use it completely yet but one mode i've really enjoyed with it is the is the air setting that's like a broken lo-fi reverb delay 
where the the repeats or the, the air ha- has a very broken up grainy kind of sound and it, which sounds exactly I, like an old arcade uh, yeah. audio yeah i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about yeah i haven't found that anywhere and i i love playing some old old 8-bit tunes so it's, it's just a must-have for me i like it hmm. that's very cool you pair that with a B bender, man. You got yourself a. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how about number three? Number three. I'm not sure if this has been on here yet or not, but it's the Electronic Audio Experiments Halbrid. Yes. Oh yes. The the V2 specifically is what I have. Okay. But this could be on my guitar or baseboard. It just provides a great medium to high gain overdrive. And I think what what John did with the with the V twos substituting for that germanium transistor, it really keeps everything keeps all the tone the V one had uh-huh. in all its glory. And mine mine is a little bit sentimental. I got it as a as a secret Satan pedal from a a builder group I'm in, and Elod from from Gear Ant painted oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And a special metallic or in a sparkle purple color. Really, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's a beauty, and I every time I see it, I think about those two amazing builders, and I could never get rid of it. And luckily, it sounds amazing. That's killer. Yeah, that's a great sounding pedal. It has a, it packs a lot of um, of muscle that doesn't over muscle itself i know that sounds a little bit weird but you can really dial in nuances while having a lot of muscle and I oh think yeah that, a lot of pedals yeah. suffer from just being too much muscle and not enough uh finesse yeah i think i think that depth control on it helps a lot varying the the low frequency pre pre-drive I think that that's one of the best controls in that thing. I agree. Uh, I have the V1, and uh, that, that was, I remember, first time I played it, I was like, holy macaroni. Woof. <laughs> now, uh, is the rule that if we mention electronic audio experiments, or does it have to, it have to be John's name that we have to drink? John who? Uh, Schneider. I was trying to get him to say it. Oh! Thanks, Tony. Good one, Tony. You ruined it. Now Drink. we can't. No, we can't do it. Uh, we had the opportunity. It slipped away. Um, oh. Yeah. So uh, I ruin everything. What's number four? Number four is the Earthquaker Devices uh, Hizumitis Fuzz Sustainer Pedal. Ooh. Not sure if I said that right. Probably. I'm, I'm sure most people know what I'm talking about. It's the it's Earthquaker's collaboration between Wata of Boris. It's based off of her own elk sustainer pedal, which if anyone doesn't know, is the the elk was like a cheap uh kind of ripoff of the of the big muff made in Japan and the parts inside of it had a really wide tolerance so it was really the case that from one unit to the next, they sounded completely different. Mm. Oh. So they had to get her actual unit and look inside of it and measure the components in order to get what her sound was. 
and I think they really nailed it. it it's just a powerhouse of a pedal if you ever just want to wake up the neighbors that's the tool you got to use yeah well now you're in a new town so you should establish yourself that's right i do i, I need to need to put the cab out out in the yard yeah plug it in wake up niles illinois <laughs> yeah <laughs> indeed yeah, there, there's no chickens out here so i, I gotta <laughs> i gotta work with everyone <laughs> Well, that's cool, man. I appreciate that you mixed it up a little bit and went uh, El Guitarro on that one. That's nice. cool. Yeah, Very for fun. sure. Those are some fun pedals. Speaking of fun pedals, um, you know, I just was sitting on the Bardic Audio Devices homepage, and I just noticed something, and, I've, and it kind of freaked me out, and I was like, what, did I just see that? Uh, the HM Demon was looking at me, and then I get... Uh, and then eyes blinked at me. They lit up, oh, yeah. and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's so cool!" <laughs> yeah, but see, I've been for whatever reason. Uh, someone was mentioning something, or we must have been talking about haunted things, or whatever. And now I'm on Instagram. I'm getting all kinds of like, you know, these two people went into this home, and the next thing they knew, it was the worst <laughs> night of their life. Again, all kinds of stuff like that thrown at me. So now every time I think I'm seeing something, I see something, and I don't see it anymore. I'm like, whoop. So, <laughs> oh, Rory Raggy. It's a wink scoop. All right. Let's talk about the things that you make. Because, Tim, you have uh, – oh, by the way, you know what? While I was going through Michigan I, – I forgot to mention this to you. I was driving through Michigan on the way to go see Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh, in Detroit, and I was right next to uh, some kind of SUV, and there was a big giant Bardic sticker on the on the I think the rear three quarter panel. So if you oh, know really? that, if you know that person, it was a it was a, a girl woman. A girl woman? What's a girl woman? <laughs> well, I couldn't really tell. I, mean, I wasn't like a, an old mom or something. It was, you know, a young lady. It, it like could have been, it it been a young man with long hair. Creatures. No, it was definitely a young lady. <clears throat> anyways, I can tell the difference, and it was one of those. So, um, <laughs> anyways, I, I was like, wait, I know that. And that's not, well, that's you know, cool. that's kind I, of fun. I didn't know anyone had it on their car except for me. Yeah. Well, you might check outside and see if it's still there. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, so I, I kind of preface this earlier on. It's like you, you were uh, one of our earliest supporters, and I – Again, we're we thank you so very much for that. And I remember when you mentioned that you're like, "Hey, I'm start I'm doing a pedal or two here," and I was like, "That's really cool, man." And then you sent us some out, and I was like, "Wow, thank you!" And they were all specifically yes for each of us for one for each of me and Tony and and Jared and. Uh, and you, you know, kind of, they were stylized to fit us accurately or appropriately. And I thought that was really awesome. And you're like, yeah, I'm coming out with a couple. And then all of a sudden you hit like super beast mode. And like, when it was like <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, Tim's going crazy. He's got a pedal every week, it seems like. And now I think as we mentioned, you are around 18, I believe 18 pedals, 18 different models, something like that. Yeah, I'll have to take your word for that. <laughs> you went on a rampage, man. So let's see. You know what? You it's... got the thunderclap, the shalob's yeah. lair, 
the Druid Dual Phaser, the Fuzz Rate Fuzz Ration or Fuzz Ration, not really sure. Uh, the BLM pedals, the Dungeon Master Bass Preamp, which is has so many controls on it. It's very, very cool. And sliders. And sliders. The Armistice, the Bad Sound, uh, give it up to Terry Hall, RIP. And um, Fighter Overdrive, which I actually really love the aesthetic of that one quite a bit. The Ranger EQ and Cab Sim, the Ashes pedal. The Monk Compressor, the Bard O, which looks super evil, the Advantage Dirty Boost, and the Arcane Distorter, the HM Demon, and the Thing. That's a lot of pedals. <laughs> for That's one a lot of pedals. Out and and That's a lot and of they pedals. all are uh, styled very very well. You didn't just put a bunch of circuit boards in kind of like the same looking thing or something like that. Like each one of these things has its totally own personality. So I want to get into where you hit that, that sort of like mega throttle and started busting these out on top of, and I know that you're, you were doing things for other people too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I do a lot of PCB design for other builders and I also do a lot of custom work for individual customers but and you uh, have a job yeah and i'm designing pcbs there too <laughs> crazy man you're a machine so let's start back uh, maybe kind of uh, where we were uh, where you're just kind of you had a maybe about four i think like four pedals at that point and you had the thunderclap and uh, i know that you had the um i want to say the dun you had just come out with the dungeon master and i was like holy mackerel um at what point did you, after building a couple of these, did you like just really start to take off? Oh, I, I don't know if I can pinpoint that, but I think I think in this past year, going you know it it's been the end of COVID now for a year and a half. I think we keep on saying it's the end, but. It's, I've just been stuck and what better way to use my time, I thought, as to design pedals. So that's what I was doing and started out slow at first. I had those, those first couple pedals and then you just get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole of circuit design and seeing what the possibilities are and new, new chips come out where that expand your possibilities and then your brain just uh, lights on fire. <laughs> and before you know it, I have a, a backlog of schematics in a folder on my computer, and I'm just sitting there. And a lot of them, I just want to make one or two of just to figure out what the sound is. Uh-huh. And I, I, I knew I couldn't, I can't, can't do that. It was just too much. But then I I decided at the new year of last year, a year from now, that I was going to design or release at least one pedal a month. So Which is I, insane because let's talk yeah. about one pedal a month. It would be really easy to say, hey, I have an idea once one idea a month. But that pedal a month 
is also uh, your actual your PCB design, getting all the parts, getting all the enclosures, doing the design, uh, getting the all the uh, packaging and stuff, testing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like that's a crap ton of work. Oh yeah, yeah, it, and. I don't Luckily, know if you knew that, but I'm yeah. <laughs> you're glad I'm here to remind you. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky at the time. I was only finishing up my last semester of college, so. But uh, I, I decided I needed to take a different approach. So, I started designing a pedal for each class in Dungeons and Dragons. So that's what all those like monk ranger. A fighter are they're they're all kind of the same style, Got but it. with their own their own little pieces of artwork in them that kind of define what they are. And I tried to match up effects and features that kind of fit them, and it's been a really fun design exercise. So you're able to hit. You got pretty niche going on. Has uh, anybody got a Nietzsche joke? No, no, okay. Uh, you got bass players <laughs> and D and D players. I got an itchy knee. You got an itchy knee. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. the time of year. It's dry, knee. dry itchy around knee. these parts. Song. Okay. Uh, I drink, therefore I. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I blew that one. <laughs> I, how has the response? What was I? What was the response to your D and D stuff? Well, once you start making D and D pedals, I found that you really get put into this subgroup of pedal culture with a lot a lot of doom folks who are really into D D. But if it's not a really, if it's not a super doomy pedal, then most people aren't particularly into it except for the real real nerds that I like to call them. But Yeah. Well you're I mean, making so much or making so many different things you kind of have to do the trade-off of selling fewer of each of them instead of a lot of one. Yeah, I get that. But you really are rolling the dice if you're building D&D pedals. (laughs) (laughs) I got a snicker. I got a snicker. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Um, Now, you know, originally you, you kind of were... I don't want to say you were uh, not fully out there with your graphics, but at some point I was like, whoa, you went from like slapping your logo on there to like full-blown graphics. Yeah, How did that uh, come about? Yeah. So at, at a certain point I decided that I want to get a little bit bigger with this Bardic stuff. And the the look is as important as what's inside. I had what's inside down for the most part, but I I do not have the art or graphic skill to make a beautiful looking pedal, at least not then. So I started to find artists to work with that help help me design the graphics on the pedal. Um, one of one of my main artists who did the the HM Demon, the Thunderclap and the new ADB and Bardo pedals is Dale Atkinson. He's He comes from, I think, a similar world as you, Todd, and 
kind of branding for real companies, not people like me. <laughs> you're a real company, man. <laughs> but I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, but Fortune 500 is a little different than your, you know, yeah, small biz. I got you. But he, he's been a great person to work with, and I think his artwork just speaks for itself. I I have a pedal or a circuit, and I I describe it to him and a little bit of what I want the art to look like, and he 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 just knows what to do. It's it's just amazing. That's cool, man. These things um, it really elevates your efforts, you know. Um, and that was one of the, uh, the thing I was really happy to see because, uh, you know, obviously you have a lot of ideas and you're talented and your PCB and your early pedals were sorting to get into a, uh, well, at what version of my logo can I use on this pedal? And yeah. to see you just like explode, I think was the dungeon master, the dungeon master might've been the first one that I maybe really saw you go like wow you went for it and you totally nailed it yeah and that one was actually i actually did the art on that one myself no kidding so what do you I'm, man I'm you learning. got skills to pay the bills what's wrong with you oh that's really good looking thanks yeah it i think some of the stuff you can tell who who did what but i've i've started to become a bit of a Intermediate user of Adobe Illustrator. That's awesome. Oh, nice. That's super it's, cool, man. It's just one of those things you don't think about when you want to start a company. Like your look is a big part of it, and I was just—I'm just a tech guy at heart. I—I I can design. I can design it for you, but I—I I don't know how to sell it. <laughs> well, I think uh, you know you're probably doing a much better job of that now um not it's not to say that you were doing a bad job before but i with the experience and the breadth of pedals and the elevating your your uh, graphics game uh you probably have to work hard to sell them <clears throat> less is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah it def it's definitely pays off right. having having some, uh, some nice looking pedals so the dungeon master base preamp i i just want to mention this real quick because i want to hear what what the story is behind this at what point did you say you know what i need to do i've been making these little i've been making these boost pedals and these have been great what i need is a four foot switch 12 knob six slider pedal what the heck yeah, I I know. I, well, I've always liked the idea of not needing a pedal board for certain things. And with the Dungeon Master, I figured out how to make the pedal the pedal board. Because that, that's really what it is. If if you have that you're on base, then you really don't need much more. The, the preamps were chosen off my favorite bass amps I've used the the PV channel that was my first bass real real big boy bass amp mm -hmm. and I think the tone really holds up solid and then the Sun beta bass is just a really really crunchy velcro-y distortion there's there's nothing else that you can get that sound with and I paired them up in 
hopefully a user-friendly manner using some ABY switching and then top it all off a little bit of graphic EQ with some fun sliders that light up. Yeah, man. Like, it's a really smart pedal. Aside from it just being sort of like, wow, this is this, there's a lot going on here. The idea of having two preamps to be able to do A or B or A plus B with a foot switch built in, it, it, that's very commendable. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I think I, I've done enough custom work at this point that I know that if I didn't do that, people would be asking me to do that. Yeah. And I thought I might as well just do it from the beginning. So that and, must have felt like a pretty huge accomplishment, I imagine. Yeah, the the circuitry to make that possible and to make it as quiet as possible was really difficult to achieve. But I'm I'm very proud of how it how it turned out. Probably one of the, one of the pedals I'm most proud of making. Are you still making those? I am. Uh, they're on a hiatus right now as I redesign things a bit just to make them easier to build for me um it's a it's a lot of work putting 12 knobs on a pedal (laughs) you think (laughs) yeah wow was the sliders you know sliders not typically something that you see whenever you do sliders on a pedal you're like whoa that's cool and then you're like that must have been a real fun thing to try to accomplish sliders look cool and you only really see them with a the graphic EQ usually, uh-huh. and that that's what I did, just cause, just because I think it looked really nice. the The front face was inspired by my PV bass amp. That that amp also has two channels stacked one above the the other, and then to the to the right it has the graphic EQ. So that that's exactly what I did, and I think with that familiar look of the front front face of an amp makes makes it look a lot more user friendly. Yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty genius and it it looks brilliant. Um so hey, if you're a bass player out there, uh this is this is kind of a must have bass pedal. So you might want to check that out. Even though it says sold out, uh they're coming. He's they they're coming. So uh now what is the the your latest offering that you've conjured up here well my latest creation is a is a collaboration i did between bardic and dirty haggard audio um it's the the thing the the bright green pedal with the spooky acidy spider on the front of it it's a fuzz phaser combo so the fuzz was mainly Nick's doing, and then the phaser was from my experimentation making the, the Druid dual phaser. So it's pretty similar. It has two different phasers. One's a two-stage, one's a four-stage. And then what makes this one different is you also have the the dry control Ooh. so you can turn that I all like the way dry down control <clears throat> you can you can turn that all the way down and it turns your phaser into vibrato so you kind of unlock just another set of effects right there and 
I, the thing that I think makes this thing stand out is the the three toggle switches for each of the signal paths for the dry phaser one and phaser two. So I also love to- toggle switches. Yeah, <laughs> switches are fun to switch. They are. And what those uh, especially do, micro toggles like for whatever yeah. reason, the little tiny micro toggles. Oh man, they have I just per- want a pedal full of those. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the switches control where everything's blended together. If it's blended pre or post fuzz, so you could theoretically have. Your fa- both of your phaser signals going through the fuzz, but your dry signal completely bypassing it. Huh. Or any any combination of that. So you have some weird kind of almost like playing around with the switchboard. Now, is this a bass pedal too? It's an everything pedal. It's an everything pedal. Are, are you... You kind of, I know that you have uh, bass pedals and guitar, guitar pedals. Uh, have you, have you, do, do you think that you're doing more bass over guitar or are you starting to do more everythings? I think I'm doing more, I'm, I've been doing more guitar stuff recently or guitar focused. I, I have a hard time deviating from, making it usable on bass since that's my main instrument. Uh-huh. But I think so, some things it's, it's a fun challenge to d- design a purpose built for guitar because they're, they're two different instruments. They require two different things and sometimes you can't blend those together. I hear you, man. I feel, I do. I feel that to the, my bones, man. <laughs> Uh, for whatever reason, I really, really love the look of the fighter overdrive. Um, I don't know what it is about it, but I like really love that. Like that, when I see that, I almost that kind of feels like my band a little bit. I see like oh, yeah. a little bit of my band in there. W- what is the what is the I guess that what's that based on? Is it based on anything? Yeah. So that it the fighters in overdrive. It's your basic, uh, I guess, Tube Screamer style would be the best way to put it. But it has that, it has a two-band EQ for bass and treble, and those are active, so you can boost end cut, and then different clipping settings. So there's silicon, a uh, combination of silicon and LED, and then completely open op-amp clipping. So I... I really tried to make the most versatile overdrive you can with a limited number of controls so it doesn't end up like the Dungeon Master. Well, I hear that, man. That's cool. I like the fact that you just have just an overdrive. <laughs> you got a, like, a lot of like insane pedals that do a lot of insane things. and like it would, We could do several episodes going through every one of these, so we, we aren't going to do that. But you know what my favorite range. is? What is your favorite? My favorite is the Punk Bard. The Punk Bard. It's a oh, yeah, that, one knob. The the rocker verb. The rocker. Yeah, the the rocker verb style one knob overdrive. Where is that? 
I don't, I don't think I have that up on the on the website right now. Oh. Just because I'm, I have they're it. on pause. <laughs> I have it. Yeah. I have it on my website. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's really weird. There it is. Yeah, because yeah. if you that's oh that's there it is. If yeah. you go to <clears throat> products, okay. If you just yeah, do products. products, yeah. Okay, word to the wise, everybody. If you hit products, that one doesn't show up. If you hit pedals, this does show up. Uh, so sorry, Billy, you had us all, and that has the warlock distortion and the boot gazer, and also the beast. Well, you there's even more pills you like at like 23 now, 24. <laughs> Holy mackerel, Andy. <laughs> I said, like my grandma, <laughs> Holy mackerel, Andy. Uh, yeah, the punk part, very cool. Um, see, I'm all about one knob, I like that. I know this is the guitar knobs, but I like <laughs> the guitar knob. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Tim, you mentioned you're uh, shooting to do a pedal a month in 2023. Can you give us a, oh, just kind of a quick uh, idea of some of the pedals that you're thinking of releasing this year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have is a an amp sim pedal kind of trying to pull out all the stops I can to make that as realistic as possible. Wow. I can't say which amp or style it's based on yet. Still figuring that out. You can't or you won't? It's, uh, I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just check. Just check. Those pesky <laughs> trademarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have some cool graphics planned for that? Yeah, I I have some more simple, subdued ones, but but classy. Okay. And if if the circuit works out, these are these are my test graphics. Then I might hit up Dale and see what he can do. There you go, make it look banging. Too cool, man. Um, well, Tim, you've grown hugely since our last discussion. Um, that's a lot of new things that you're doing, which is really fun and everything. But I, I hope, hopefully this isn't, uh, doesn't put you in a weird position, but it, what are you most proud of, um, in this huge growth spurt? Uh, I think one of the things that I've, I've started doing recently is, my new switching in pedals, I think that's the thing or the improvement I'm most proud of. It definitely the biggest upgrade in most most of my pedals right now is I'm I'm using a buffered bypass in order to keep switching completely silent. Mm -hmm. Like you you really can't hear anything. I like that. I like and, that from the people up top. Legitimately, like the worst thing is when you're playing and you're going <laughs> Like, yeah. Ugh. No, yeah. No to that. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> <laughs> and is that that's something that you like work to develop or or that you're just employing? Yeah. Yeah. So the when you bring up buffered bypass, I not as much anymore, but it used to be not so much of a nice thing to have in your pedal, but. With improved technology or improved knowledge, you can make buffers that 
you can't hear the difference and really improve the quality of your guitar signal because even when the pedal's off you're you're helping push your signal through those cables to your amp gotcha so that's one of those things uh let's can we just hang out here just for a little bit because i think for p new people uh who are getting into pedals and even people that are very you know ha have a lot the the whole buffer versus bypass thing is uh, always in conversation there's always a new video out about that stuff Tony's shaking his head. No, there's not. <laughs> I watch the videos, Tony. You don't watch the videos. Uh, so w the importance of having a buffered bypass, um, is there a reason that that hasn't really been there to the degree that you think it should have been? Uh, well, in order to do it, you're, you are adding a good amount of parts to each pedal. And that also increases prices a bit too, especially with some of the higher end chips you can use for it to really have a high quality signal go in and out when bypassed. And I mean, I think I, a lot of that black magic around it or whatever the opposite of magic is, <laughs> people are afraid of it. <clears throat> Because I mean, you don't you don't want to have a pedal on or on your board, but off that you're playing into your amp, and something just doesn't sound right, and you have a whole board in front of you, and with buffered bypass, and say they're in all of your pedals, you don't know where to start. You don't know which one might be causing an issue. Okay, so this is going to significantly help people who are buying your pedals moving forward. Yeah, and if you are, especially in a recording situation or in a live situation, you don't want a loud pop coming through. That That's, no, that's never fun. No, it, so it definitely... I, I, think, I think the benefits are, def, are definitely there. And so I, I try to keep it to the higher end pedals right now or the more studio focused ones. But I, I think I'm going to try to expand it more now. I like that. I like that you're doing that for everybody. Um, all right. Now, Tim, are you going to be when you, when you're working with like all these other people, um, is there anything that you're working on that you can talk about that uh, for that you're working with other people? Like the other companies I'm I'm designing the PCBs for? Yeah. Um, and if you can't, that's okay. I don't want to put you in a corner. Oh no, it's okay. Um, one one company I'm I'm work, or I've worked with a lot is a Fuzzimp. Uh, he he's. I think he's really exploding right now too. Mm -hmm. he, and all all of his pedals now have PCBs I've I've designed in them. And he, I think he's started to announce his new I get a uh, high gain metal pedal which is his if you're familiar with his line is his is his shroot pedal. Yes. But with a expanded EQ 
and slightly alter distortion. And we're also trying to do something similar with his uh, OB pedal, which is like a CMOS overdrive. But I think he has some really great ideas and I'm really happy to help him get it out there. Fantastic, man. Well, Tim, we're excited about the growth of your company and all the pedals that you're producing and all the wonderful things that uh, we get to have on our boards and play with and all that stuff. Um, And we appreciate you taking your time and hanging out with us and talking about all those new things. Absolutely. It's, It's wonderful to talk to you guys. Well, you can talk to us anytime, Tim. (laughs) <laughs> we're right we're right now it, it's just a phone call away that's right one nine hundred hey we're going to uh take a diversion real quick we're gonna hop in the el camino and uh you know what now it's time for would, would you, you rather, rather? oh <laughs> i get the duo deal today that's great yeah. that's right we're gonna hop in the old el camino uh, jared Bob is uh, hanging out in uh, in nashville taking care of his own business we're gonna, we're gonna honk really loudly honk, honk. and uh <laughs> roll some coal at his house as they say down that way i believe um <laughs> roll coal yeah so you know when the, the trucks and they're and they blow out all the black smoke on people anyways uh, no that's a thing yeah no. that's a thing yeah they do know where i'm from yeah, see, he knows. Tim oh. knows what's up. Let's. We can talk about Tony's. <laughs> Anyways, we're. You know what, what side happened? of the river does that we, come we, from? We got to hurry up and we got to get to uh, around like uh, Upper New York area. Upper New York. Upper ah, New York. That's yeah, where we you know going? why? Okay. All of this freezing stuff that happened attacked a very very famous and fictional guitar shop and there was a massive freeze over and the pipes burst pipes burst oh, no that's never good and it's an it, it the shop's been around forever and it was it was really wrecked mm. the shop was however the guitars weren't it just so happens <clears throat> also that your great great granny and the only thing she gives you every single year for christmas is one lottery ticket in your stocking wow you struck it rich and you're sitting on a small fortune. A small fortune? A small fortune. How small is the fortune? Small enough, but big enough to make a pretty big purchase. Grandma it just had so guitars? happens. No, lottery, lottery tickets. Lottery tickets. Pay attention. Pay it, put it, put it, oh. Yeah, you can read the liner Jeez. notes after. Anyways, so we're going to Roger. We're, uh, I thought you were talking know. about an imaginary. It is imaginary. It's imaginary. I'm dipping in and out. You okay. Gotta, yeah, All just, right. Yeah. I'm working with you. Hey, hold okay. my hand, Billy. <laughs> okay. 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 Take me to the river. Todd. Okay. So we're going up there because, because this magical fictional guitar store is auctioning everything that's in the store. Everything must go. It's everything we must go. We lost our lease. But here is the thing. Here's the catcher. There are some extremely uh, rare and famous guitars in there from people who have played them they've been celebrity owned celebrity owned the whole nine hours right and people Mm. this is a destination shop okay now the stipulation is by the owner because he doesn't want some shenanigans pulled no shenanigans the 
the winner of this auction can keep all the guitars for themselves, never to sell or play them on stage. Mm. Or <laughs> put them in a museum where everyone can enjoy them. Mm. Mm. So, would you rather... Mm. Now, if they're in the museum, can you play them? No. Mm. No. You you might have to make a museum with the rest of your fortune. This reminds me of Kurt Vonnegut's Bluebeard. Yeah, I was thinking the same barn. thing. What? Anyways, okay, so would you rather get keep them all for yourself in your new man cave that you're going to build with all the money you just got from Granny's lottery card, mm. or... Are you going to create something in which everybody gets to be part of it and by looking at them? All right, Tony. This kind of reminds me of that uh, Twilight Zone episode where uh, I think it was Burgess Meredith just wanted to be alone with his books, and then he uh, he yeah. wore glasses, and, he, and then he accidentally dropped on his glasses and stepped on them. All he ever wanted was to be alone with his books, and he finally was, and then he couldn't read them. Yeah. That's what, that's what this that's reminds the, me that's of. That's the best one yeah. that they ever made. Yes. The elusive dream. Oh, wow. Yes. All right. So, um, you know, dreams have to be elusive by definition. Otherwise, they would just be realities. <laughs> Damn, dude. That was deep. <laughs> wow. Past the peyote. Waxing philosophical. <laughs> yeah. So tell us. Yeah. Hey, would, Bart, would, you, dude. would you rather? <laughs> Dreams have to be elusive. Otherwise, the reality. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Um, you know, I don't think it would be all that fun. I mean, yeah, it would be cool to own all of those very cool guitars and things. But at the end of the day, if nobody else can see them, I mean, I mean, you got to be able to share in the in the in the experience. Yes, but you can't profit from the museum because museums are not profit. I don't care. That's the way I run okay. my business. Just check it. <laughs> See, the, this this store owner was very careful. It was like you're going to get them, but you're not going to, to reap massive profits off of their their. But imagine, you know, so if you, own, if you own if you own this. Okay. A collection, and you had this nonprofit museum. You could go there every day and welcome the people in, Heck and yeah. you know, you know, you can you can make a little bit of scratch for yourself, a little bit of yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. little donations. Put the little tip jar in front there. Yeah, Get some so nice shoes. Long story short, <laughs> I'm going for the buy the collection. Okay, open the museum and share. And one of the things in my museum is you will be allowed to play those. You can't. You can't. It's a stipulation. It's not you a stipulation. You said your, the first one that you could not. Fit no, no, entire, no, yes. no, 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 no. So no one's that. ever going to play these guitars. No one's ever going to play them, unless it's only you, ever. That's so sad. That is very sad. Is sad. I don't like this. But one. that's why it's a would you rather. I don't like this. Where's Jared? All right. Jeez. Billy, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Well, I kind of have this dilemma on my hands right now. What? That's <laughs> have you been to his basement? <laughs> um, I think we need to do a cribs video at your place. <laughs> it's called an intervention. Yeah. No. Um, you know, but I am getting up there and I'm one of these days I'm not gonna be around. I'm gonna I'm gonna just kick oh. the bucket. So 
if I have them in my personal collection, then they would, you know, go to my kids and then they'd be like, Who wants well, this dad's stuff? gone, but yeah, what are we going to do with all this crap? Music music around. Around. What about me and Tony? <laughs> so they have to, the like, heck? yeah, well, we can work that out. Okay. Yeah. So, um. What are you going to do, Billy? Yes. Yeah, no. well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll just have them in my basement play it myself. <laughs> hey, that's totally. Like, that's I why mean, it's a hard thing. That's that's so it's what because I'm doing you know right what? Now. And uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. You can't pass fair. them on. Oh, I can't even uh, pass can them on. Uh, no, it. Wh- whatever. Oh. Once once you pass oh, it once on. I'm, once I'm done. Once you're done, then it's yeah. up for grabs. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I uh, still I still yeah. stick with my original one. Yeah. Okay. I like uh, that's the your yeah. Uh, let's I see like here, that. Tim. How about yourself? You like you like the rock and roll. You know? uh, uh, I think rock this is an easy one for me. I have I have to put them in the museum. I think even if no one's playing them. I think more. I think the mul- multitude of people going to the museum looking at these guitars is gonna up the happiness of the world than just me playing them for however many minutes I can spare in a day. That's a fair assessment, and, and eloquently I, said. And I will open a concession stand that sells hot dogs with m- a blend of mustard. Uh huh. Um. That's wait. That's my mm. hot dog. Uh, dill relish, dill relish, Jim, and you, crunched up yeah, potato you chips. The celery salt. Oh, oh the celery, celery salt. salt and crunched up potato. And chips. that's what we're gonna sell. She yeah. got the food truck outside the museum. Yeah, there's gonna be clever. some hungry people. But like you know that. what? With my scenario, I it's have them in my room. Tony's I can play them, sticks. and I can tell all yous about all these guitars that's I'm true. playing. That's true. And I could she'll share with the world in that regard. That would keep you very busy for a what's going on in your music world this week for a very long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seven years, maybe. Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Well, I absolutely have to go with the museum route, too. There like, you go. I, I love the idea of going like, yes, I've achieved ownership nirvana. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I love... The idea of making connections and, and, and you know... You just uh, like to make people happy. I do. Thanks, Tony. You're you're mocking me, but thank you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, um, uh, so there you go. There's that one, everybody. And All if right. you think that one's great or it stinks, and you want to send us your own, then doggone it, do it. Just do it. Let's get some yeah, would you yeah. rather's up in yeah. here. All right, Todd. You know we have a few people we have to thank. You better believe we it. love to thank these we do. people. These are our executive producers. Yep. Now you might be asking yourself, what is this executive producer? What is this? And how do I become one? How? I need to know. Very simple. Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. That's right. Is this where you get your name read on the thing? Well, hold on a second because each level comes with 16, Billy. Yeah. You you (laughs) skipped ahead in the script. Did I really? Yeah. Every day, every time. (laughs) Oh, man. So each level comes with some very, very nice thank you gifts. And I mean, the higher you go, the greater the gifts. These are some great stuff. And I got to butt in here really quick, Tony, because, you know, I talked about those giveaways. Yeah. I was recently asked by a guest that we may or may not have just had like, hey, we want to do a giveaway. And I said, great. We're going to make sure that goes to one of our supporters. Yeah. Because, and the question was like, well, I don't know if you put it on Instagram or something like that. It's because, you know what? Those people, like, 
they should be they should be rewarded. They're the ones who are actively yes. listening. They're the ones who are helping us run this show. Yes, and that's so all the everything that we get like goes directly to the yes. supporters via Patreon. But you know, in addition to all that great stuff, there's one more thing, Billy. Page, you get your name 16. read on the thing. You get your name read on Paragraph the two. thing. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do right now. So special <laughs> thanks to these executive producers. Big breath in. Big breath out. Moon Guitars. Vader and Pedals. John Helverson. Rick Calhoun. Trevor Gunberg. Elad Mizrahi. Mike D. Richard Kendall. Mark Garton. Matt Hart. James White. Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, Andrew DeHaan, and that bloke, oh, that bloke, Andrew Bell. Oh. But he's not an ogre. What is <laughs> he's not? He's, he's no. a bloke. No, he, he wears like a medium-sized shirt. Like, <laughs> Oh, well, maybe he's a very small ogre. Yeah, anyways. Oh, but not to interrupt, Todd. Yeah. Uh, we also have another level of executive producers. We yes. call them our grand poobas. Yes, that's correct. And these fine people have a fez to wear upon their head whilst listening to the podcast. And at the same time. Yes. And so... I Is was this like, where you get the fez put on your head? <laughs> yeah. You get your fez <laughs> put on your head. Yes. On the thing. Among many other things. Okay. So special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igareda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups. Thank you, Zach. Hex Matos. Michio Murakishi. Bob Crouch. Jack Cadian. Sam Jett. Tyler Rines. LSJ Music Company. John Williams. James Pennington. Adam Johnson. Steve Keys. Cody Foster. Science of Sound. <laughs> Brian Robison. Jonathan Jerusic. Corey Nigro. Michael Van Zant, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S., David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, and I think there's one more. Uh, oh, I think it's Tim Nowak. Well, that's right. <laughs> I think we're going to say it right. <laughs> you said it right. Tim Nowak. Nine ish. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Truly, we're looking into a great year of a whole ton more of interviews. I know that they are getting a little bit longer. Uh, trust me, because I have to <laughs> edit them. But I, I don't <laughs> care. It's like it's worth it. We t we're having some great conversations. and We're getting the info. I, was, I remember when we started out, I was worried. I was like, how are we going to do 45 minutes or something? I was like, we're dumbling that. But then you... Maybe it's too long. If it's too long, write us and tell us. All right. No, well, especially Todd's parts are too long. This is true. Tim, thank you so much for hanging out with us, for sharing your uh, story about you know where you're at with your pedals and everything, and truly uh, for supporting our show. We we greatly appreciate you 
not only for us, but for the rest of our listeners who, you know, you're doing stuff. We thank you. Absolutely. And thank you guys for having me on that. It's even better than being on the first time is on the second time. <laughs> but it feels like the first time. It feels <laughs> like, like the, the first, first time. time. See, that's how that's supposed to work, everybody. If your friends aren't doing that, you need a new set of friends. Tony, where can people... Oh, wait. Tim, t- tell, Tim, tell Tim, everybody Tim. where they can find your stuff. I've been turning... You can find my stuff on Instagram at Bardic Audio Devices or on my website, BardicAudioDevices.com. Perfect. Tony? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're trying to do. I can help you pickguardian.com perfect billy billy spitfire billy spitfire unlimited on facebook instagram look me up with the local band mathematics who else that's it that's it yeah yeah. He's, he's got a lot of projects going on but that's the that's mm. the money maker right there mm. that's the one that's put in the kitchen as cash hey everybody you can send me an email Todd at theguitarknobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarknobs. We would really love to hear from you. Please send us your thoughts, your hopes, your dreams, your prayers, prayers, and your, <laughs> you know, and, and, and things that you like, hey, guys, would you stop doing this or something? Those are always entertaining too. Um, and also, you can go listen to my band, The Villantinos, everywhere you can stream stuff. And we got new. I'm really excited for 23. We got uh, a whole bunch of new tracks coming cool. out. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, hey, everybody. Have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Tim. Todd. Tony, that's not entertainment, bro. It's not <laughs> entertainment, bro. Uh, it's literally making my mouth water. Tim is one of our oldest surviving members of the. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> what? Candles are fun. I like to light them. They they smell good. I'll tell you what. The best hot dog combo to, that comes to my mind right now. Oh, brilliant. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Give a little bit. <laughs> Give a little. No. No? <laughs> no. Come on. That's the same. It's a, you know. All right. Anyways. Mustard. I like doing a mix, actually. Ooh. Yeah. All right, we're going to start. We're going to, I'm going to start right now. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's going to be hard to, li- hey, no, stop. Oh. You're jinxing me. Dill relish, I believe. Oh. Is that correct, Tim? Yes, you do. Perfect. <laughs> he thought Perfect. we lost you. No, he went to go make some Hot Pockets. I understand. Uh. Celery salt. Who doesn't oh. like He's making a Chicago Man. dog. That was sitting, I think that's what was in my throat right there. Jamie. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Billy, you know what to do? I'm going to I'm gonna tee you up, all right? Here we go. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. potato chip crumbles. Brilliant. Good. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time